Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin with Manchester United boss Ralph Ragnick. Speaking ahead of the FA Cup clash against Middlesbrough, a game, of course, you can hear live on Talksport tonight. He admitted that the current situation regarding Mason Greenwood was a factor in Jesse Lingard not leaving the club during the January transfer window. Three weeks ago, Jesse didn't want to leave. Uh, then he changed his mind. Uh, I had a chat with him uh, some 10 days ago um, and I could fully understand why and that he wanted to leave to get game time for his future, also for the World Cup. And I said to him at the time, uh, in case uh, he finds a club uh, where he would like to play for and uh, also the club finds a solution with our club, I would let him go and allow him to leave. But obviously, with all the development we had in the last couple of days, uh, things Things changed a little bit. On the other hand, we also had no agreement with any other club. So at one stage, we had to take a final decision together with the board and we decided to rather keep Jesse until the end of the season. Jesse, he asked me and uh, the club if we could give him a couple of days off just to, to clear up his mind. And he will be back in the group, I suppose, next Monday, back for training um, and then be a regular part uh, of, of the whole squad again. On now to the Spokes Barn with Jamie O'Hara and Jason. This was Jesse Lingard earlier on today. The club advised me to have time off due to personal reasons, but my headspace is clear and I'll always be professional when called upon and give 100%. It's Rangnick basically saying about the deadline day move for him not happening and him wanting some time off. Now, what what do you make of that? Because I think that's quite a big message. It's a contradiction what Ranjek has said. He was asked directly about the Jesse Lingard situation and, and he answered it and you, you take it, you know, the way that he's he answered it, you, you take it as the truth. Well, well, someone somewhere, it's lost in translation or there's there's a little bit of miscommunication. But what Lingard has said and what Ranjek has said are two totally different things. Yeah, They're leaning towards the same argument, but one is saying he's asked for time off. The other said that he was advised to take time off. Because he hasn't got a long-term contract, because he knows he's probably going in the summer, he's not holding back. He feels wronged by Manchester United. That's that's what I'm looking at. But I have to say, 
Jesse Lingard, throughout all of these troubles over the last 18 months, two years, he has been sidelined for various different reasons. And people can say that he's you know, maybe not good enough to start. Well, look at United's seasons over the last two years. They've not been good enough. What he's done at West Ham showed there's a player in there. How good he is consistently, it's difficult at United because he's always going to have Rashford in front of him. Ronaldo's turned up. There's other players in front of him directly. I don't think that he's done anything wrong that deserves to be not given a chance. No, no. And the weekend that, we, that we're coming up to in the FA Cup live on TalkSport, it feels like one of those opportunities. Well, you play him. Okay, so who's telling the truth? Breaking news on TalkSport. That breaking news then. Confirmation that West Brom have appointed Steve Bruce as their new manager. He replaces Valerian Ismail. I, mean, I sent him a text this morning saying, are you bloody mad? Um, <laughs> he said, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> Um, not in terms of taking the job at West Bromwich Albion, but getting back into the um, to the mix after such a difficult time at Newcastle. I think he, he'll get them into a situation where they're far more competitive. I liked Valerie Nishmel. I'm surprised it went the way it did, but it has gone that way. I think it will be a decent appointment for them. I think he'll get them closer to where they need to be than the current situation, because I think Valerie Nishmel, despite my support of him, seemed to have completely lost the way. Now, here's Frank Lampard speaking to the media for the first time as Everton gaffer ahead of their game against Brentford, also live on TalkSport 2 this Saturday. Lamps revealed his plans to get new signing Deli Alley back to his best. He's in! He stuck it in! What a sensational goal from Deli Alley! I watched Deli come through. Fantastic player and... Maybe he's had difficult times, you know. I will make no bones about that, nor would he. There can be so many reasons for that. And my job really now is to start with a fresh slate with him, to have him in an environment that, that suits him and supports him, but also to push him, to push him and to extract that player that we just know is there. You know, all the attributes, all the talent, all the technique, everything is still there. Um, and sometimes I think we're much more aware now in the modern day of how there are many factors that can, can affect in life, in sport, how happy you are doing your job or why it might not work in the right way. So I just have to find the right environment for Delhi. And, and the best thing for me, and it's hard when, when he's such a big name and such a, a top player, is to do it quietly. But our job now is just to get to work and then just allow him to express his talent. I'm very excited to have him. I'm very excited to have Donny. They are fantastic players. They come to squad and hopefully give us a lift. Um, and again, the job now is just to work with them. And here's the bees boss, Thomas Frank, explaining why the Christian Eriksen signing could be the biggest in the club's history. It's Ericsson on his 100th appearance for Denmark who smacks it into the middle of the net. Potentially uh, the greatest signing ever for the club and the story behind it. I think it's going to be an unbelievable day. The day uh, Christian step onto the pitch. Uh, all of you guys have seen him for years forming as one of the best midfielders in, in the Premier League and, and what happened to him uh, in June was crazy. Uh, a shock for, for all of us. So to see him out there on the pitch soon is going to be um, a, a big day. Now, Roy Keane is set to be interviewed by Sunderland for the vacant manager's position at the Stadium of Light. Moni Moni Simon Jordan is not sure if it's the right fit for the club. I'm not criticising Roy in any right. shape or form. I'm right. saying, of course, he's got an appetite to work. And, and so he should have. He's a football man. He wants to be involved in football. Otherwise, we wouldn't be seeing him constantly involved with the media. So he doesn't want to be a media person. He wants to be a football person, I suspect. Yeah. So with that in mind, because that's the character he exudes off the television, but that's not about what he wants. It's about what's right for Sunderland. Yeah. What he wants is irrelevant. 
the fact he wants it, great, because you wouldn't want him knocking on his door and saying, do you fans come and work for us? He goes, no, thank you. But you want, to, you want to see the enthusiasm for him. But for the Sunderland fans, and for Sunderland as they are now, and for this owner, given the fact this owner's got to manage him, whether you like it or you don't like it, chairmen still have to manage their managers in a certain way. And I'm not sure how you'd manage Roy Keane at this stage in your football development as an owner. And speaking of Roy Keane, his former Villa captain, Gabby Agbonlahor, slamming Keane for the way he treated players whilst he was assistant manager at Villa Park. The problem with Roy Keane, when you come to Aston Villa, he couldn't understand how we weren't as good as the players that he played with. He couldn't accept that we weren't going to be as good as Giggs, Scholes, Beckham and then players. And just his way of coaching... It just it wasn't the right method for players nowadays and players when he was at Aston Villa. And just the way he spoke to players, you know, there were times where they were quite experienced players, people like Joe Cole, and he just didn't speak to them right. You know, he spoke to them like in a way that was disrespectful. And I remember there was a... St- in um, front of people. <coughs> yeah, 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 in, in front of people. And, and a very disrespectful, Ali. You know, there's ways to put the talk to players. And his man management, I'd say, would be zero out of 100. You know, it was that bad. <laughs> These are established international players and we're all sitting here and I know we have to analyse the game. Analyse it till the coach come home. You do your job. There was a time in training where um, we were doing this shooting drill. The gaffer, Paul Lambert, says, you know, this isn't good enough. The standard's not good enough. So me as captain, I come forward and um, back the players up and says, well, gaffer, you know, we're only getting one shot every 10, 11 minutes. You know, we need to do something different. And Roy Keane come mm. forward and says, are you cold? You know, um, do you want another warm-up? And I sort of said, I'm not talking to you, Roy. I'm talking to the manager. And he gave me that evil stare. And then the next day he left. At that time at Aston Villa, he left because of you. Because of me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what it is though, Al, Ali? I, I was at Villa for so long, captain, my club. I wasn't going to let anyone come in and then try and like bully <laughs> me at my club. On now to cricket and the ECB and Ashley Giles have parted company, as we told you in the last episode of the podcast. Why won't you listen to us? Former England fast bowler and teammate of Ashley Giles, Steve Hammy Harmison, said it was sad to see him go and expect other top names to lose their jobs as well. I'm good for Ashley. As a friend, as a person, as a character, I'm devastated for him because I think what he did over, especially over COVID, he looked at the players' welfare. There'll be people out there who will say, well, it's about results and it's about performance. And I agree, it is. And that's how he's lost his job because of of what happened in Australia. I do think there should have been somebody higher up lose their job. And then eventually Ashley and then inevitably Chris Silverwood and Graham Thorpe. But it's another sad day for English cricket. Breaking news on Talk Sport. Chris Silverwood has left his role as England's men's head coach, that is England's uh, men's senior cricket coach, losing his job after their 4-0 defeat uh, in the Ashes series. There's a bit of sympathy, I think, for, for Silverwood in that it's been uh, terrible for, for England and the players over the last couple of years because they've played so much cricket. They've been stuck for weeks and weeks and weeks on end in these rather soul-sucking bubbles. There are a lot of structural issues in English cricket. So he was on a bit of a hiding to nothing, really, with the Ashes. Uh, I mean, he went there with one hand tied behind his back but equally he's made some very odd decisions he made some odd tactical decisions and selection decisions and there was a feeling that the England setup has just become far too cosy it was all very gentle I think Tom Harrison who's the chief executive of the ECB when he was out in Australia really wasn't very impressed with with the whole culture around the team on now to the egg chasing and here's England head coach Eddie Jones head of the Calcutta Cup clash against Scotland this Saturday he explained why Tom Ruby Murray Curry is a sound choice as captain, but the whole group must be leaders. 
Yeah, leads by example, mate. Uh, he's a player that the players like to play with. He's a young guy with plenty of energy, plenty of drive, but he's got some good lieutenants around him that'll that'll support him. And it's and it's going to be a collective leadership challenge for the team, like like it always is. Yeah, you know, I think in rugby we tend to equate the captain as they do in cricket, and it's probably not as prominent role because it's more of a collective leadership because the game moves quickly and you need people to feed in on their respective uh, areas and and I think the group's developing nicely in that way. Hello, I'm Laurie Woods and this is TalkSport Daily. I keep having this dream and I've been having it since I was a kid. And we'll keep them clean, please. I, mean, keep I, them clean. I, was, I was about to come in there and I thought, do you know what? It's too early in the show to just ruin you on the dream. But <laughs> go on. I'm in a shopping mall and I'm getting chased. I've got nothing on and I can't get away from anyone and I'm pacing and I wake up really frustrated. <laughs> you know, like, why am I so slow? Why can't I get away from anyone? Dreams are weird. Aren't they? I mean, you have weird dreams, right? This dream where my, my next, next door neighbour knocked on my door and said to me, I've got a frozen elephant in my garden for you. <laughs> what? It's a baby elephant. So it, it, we we had, so I had to go next door and get this baby frozen elephant. And we we, we brought this baby frozen ele- How elephant. How did you bring the elephant? I carried it. I know it what? doesn't sound. I know, of course. <laughs> you carried an elephant. Anyway, as we're talking, it defrosted in front of me, <laughs> and it woke up. I've got a baby elephant in front of me. <laughs> And that's the dream. That's the dream. This ba- the baby elephant. It defrosted in front of my eyes. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Of course, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on TalkSport today on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm alongside Darren Bent and Jack Wilsh is in the studio as well. How about that? And a reminder, straight after us, it's Manchester United against Middlesbrough. It's the FA Cup fourth round. It's live and exclusive to TalkSport. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good evening. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.